welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with... Elizabeth Helley. And Tyler A. Warden. Tyler. <laughs> Tyler A. A. Warden. All Back right. from the dead. We are here... Wrapping up the final of uh, the Starship Troopers franchise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For Star- now. For yeah, now. for now. Dun, dun, dun. Um, it's always a threat. Um, <laughs> with uh, Starship Troopers, Traitor of Mars. Mm-hmm. But Tyler, who's the real Traitor of Mars here? I think it's the... Uh... Who is the real traitor of Mars? No, nobody. We don't know. That's the, that's the problem. <laughs> well, it's 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 apparently Carl, right? Like that's what she says. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, maybe Sky Marshal. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll get to it. Yeah, but hey, you know what? We got a little pep talk quick from our boy Johnny Rico. Now cut the chatter and get ready to shit yourselves all over again. <laughs> I think he wants us to watch that trailer. Let's let, let's do it. Okay, Johnny, here we go. Fellow citizens, today is a sad day indeed. Mars has gone silent, her surface overwhelmed by arachnids. With no sign of survivors, military or civilian. If the truth about Mars ever comes out, it will destroy the Federation. Is the truth really that bad? I'm afraid it is. Someone wanted me here. And whoever it was already knew there were bugs on Mars. What is up with that trailer? Why does it... First of all, it sounds like it's for a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, it sounds like there's like bats in the beginning. <laughs> like they took the audio from the beginning of it's, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? <laughs> <laughs> it's the famous Bats of Mars. I was like, dang, that's that... Trailer sounds like it's going to be for a creepy movie. It also asks a question that is like, well, if you knew the truth of Mars, I don't know what the truth of Mars is. Uh, clearly, the truth was that there was a Q-bomb set on Mars already. Mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, did you watch she, the movie? She uh, knew that <laughs> she either put bugs was, there or knew there were bugs there, but let it happen because they, This was the plan the yeah, whole time. Anyways, well, well, we'll get to it, I guess. That's why I'm saying, who's the real traitor of Mars? Ziggy Stardust. But yeah, so this is another <laughs> CG animated film from 2017. Pretty recent. Very recent. Recent enough to have commentary on the current administration. Oh, oh. God, yeah. And, uh, but as far as the animation goes, we've, you know, made leaps and bounds since the oh, last yeah. movie. It yeah, is so much better. better. Like, so, yeah. I want to high five the guys and be like, you did so much better. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah it's like the same team. We got the same yeah. characters, have emotions. Yeah. Speaking of the same team, we have the return of Johnny Rico and Ratsass. Ratsass! Ratsass! <laughs> I remember specifically in our last episode, I was like, I don't even care about Ratsass and Ice Blonde, but I just want them in the next movie for continuity's sake. Yeah. And he was there, and I was so happy, and then he immediately he dies in the dumbest way possible. <laughs> like, he doesn't die in combat, he dies because his suit leaked and he froze to death in yeah. space. Yeah, it makes no sense. So stupid. I mean, it makes they, sense. Yeah, but, but they like, made it sound like he opened it up early. And I was like, what? No, no, no. He said there was like a leak. There was a leaky, a leak. a leaky yeah. valve. So it was no, like his suit. I don't suit think he said just... a leak. I think he said he popped his 
popped his seal. His, yeah, like his, a, a seal. He popped his seal early. Well, he did he tell them this is this is right after Rico told them to get ready to shit themselves all over again. That's true. So maybe he, you know, he shat himself to death. <laughs> Ice cold shit. But that was so weird. It was like, okay, we're gonna bring him back and then kill him. Yeah, it was just like a very uh, cameo. It was like his turn to be a cameo performance. Yeah. So yeah, well, I guess what we've seen from the last one is that is that it did carry over the story, I guess. But like, the Bug Queen got on Earth. It wasn't that big of a deal, but it was a big enough deal to demote Rico from general to colonel. Yeah. Sure. And put him in the shit outpost of Mars. Mars, right? Because we've seen that there's like far flung planets at this point. So like Mars is and. A- what Apparently, else? every planet that's not Earth is like full of stupid hillbillies. Hicks. Yes, <laughs> like just inter, wanna, interracial hicks. That's right. They just want to drink beer. Just townies. Seventy-three percent of people on Mars would rather drink beer <laughs> than fight the bugs. Uh, I mean, like, really? Wouldn't a hundred percent of people yes. rather drink beer than fight bugs? Tyler and I are raising a glass yes, to the Martians. Right Here's to you. Ching. Yeah. All right. Um. Another a great thing, speaking of the people behind the scenes here, Ed Neumeyer is back mm-hmm. right in the screenplay, screenplay, and I feel like it can be felt. <laughs> yes. As yeah. far as it feeling more in the vein of like actual Starship Troopers movies. It feels, uh, first of all, it feels a little bit more Americanized. Uh, it also feels like the satire is not all the way back, but, but a little bit back. A little bit, but I just don't know what he's trying to say with it. It's all over the place. Like, Yeah, I think, I think it has like the fun space marine type stuff, and that's still there, and I think mm-hmm. that it's, it's saying that there's... Uh, Popularity in politics makes those choices, but it's not overarching um, commentary on war violence. It's more, you know, I, politics. Politics, and, yeah. And then it's bad. Yeah, yeah. It's probably just kind of like a clumsy commentary on like populist leaders or something. yeah, that, that's kind <laughs> social of media. Yeah, it's exactly. bad or is it good when it's in the hands of oppressed people? Yeah. Or no, it's bad because the politicians are looking at it and. But maybe it's good to get the truth out. <laughs> but no, bad, 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 bad. Yeah. But uh, we get the return of the FedNet interstitials. Yes. Right? There's some weird, awkward ones that have, like, live-action people. Live-action people. Well, there's one, I, and I think that the reason that they have this is because they wanted to have, they, I think it actually kind of packs a punch because it makes this stuff feel a little bit more real. So they have live-action people. It's kind of like Wally. Like I was going to say, it's like Fred Willard and Wally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, like, so they just have, like, random white people. Who are uh, like yelling and so like there's like a call in like Fox News type chat show when they're talking about how dumb Mars is and there's people just like spewing all this hate speech and calling in that was hilarious and uh, uh, one of the things people say is low gravity birth makes babies stupid <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious it's just like photos of like random people with their faces like yeah I there was like a um. A really, really bad, like, stereotype, sassy gay man that was saying that Mars was full of, like, toxic masculinity or whatever. Oh, yeah. He was so over-the-top stereotypical. It was like, oh, God, this is... No. <laughs> and I love that, like, they, they, there's a scene, I don't know if they really meant to do this, but there's a scene that they almost insinuate, like, right before this, she, uh, the new Sky Marshal, what's her name? Amy Snap. 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 Amy Snap. Oh, Snap. Who's the, the youngest smartest, and smartest. Who's the most smartest person of ever. Who has some weird facial animations that look make her look horrifying. She looks like Emma Watson. Is that, am I like... Uh, 
Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like they tried to be like, oh, let's make her look like somebody popular. Oh. Yeah, like, <laughs> but uh, she's having like this, she's like messaging what seemed like her assistant on the intercom or whatever. And she says something like, um, right before we see this FedNet thing, she says something to him like, yeah, write up, uh, write up something that sounds like really excited about Mars or something for me. Because yeah. we get to see, it, it's kind of cool, we get to see her like watching a, uh, an edit of like one of these FedNet videos in her office and you kind of get to see how they're made a little bit mm-hmm. more in this movie, which I thought was kind of cool. I kind of thought like from the other movies, and I don't know if you guys felt this, is that like Snap, uh, we can see here that she has machinations and that, that, that she's kind of like the figurehead of bad of of the the dark forces underneath what's going on in this movie and when so she was talk i thought that there was going to be some you know conspiracy with the bugs or there was some other thing and it's like nope like it's just straight up vanity like there's no but when she was talking to her assistant i thought it was going to be like some rogue ai or something like manipulating her or i thought there would be some yeah. you know because in in these movies there's been some secret bug or some secret plot or some other thing and nobody's just been like i'm a populist evil person yeah this one is more like you know the bugs are just straight up bad guys and now you know these leaders are using the existence of the bugs and the ongoing war to kind of like make their own plans and it was weird too because her assistant calls her by her first name right instead of being like Marshall or, you know. Yeah, it was really uh, weird. Colonel Snap or whatever. You know, he's just like, Amy, like, blah, blah, yes, blah, 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 blah. He did have like, a, okay, Daniel. Like, he did have like, a weird AI voice, too. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> like, I, thought, I thought that was going to be a plot point, but it wasn't. Nope. She's obsessed with her uh, uh, popularity numbers. Yes, I love that she's like, she's, like, giving a speech, and, like, mid-speech, she looks down at her iPad like, yeah. ooh, my numbers are going up. Yeah. And look at how many likes I'm getting. I love too, like the first time we're introduced to her, it's in one of these FedNet videos. And um, like for the first time, I feel like you can tell that it's like it's an interview that someone's conducting with her. Right. But it's very clearly edited. There's like all these like weird like jump points where the guy will ask a question and it'll clearly edit to like her answering something Mm -hmm. else. And I thought that was kind of cool, like, you know. And that's that's hard to do in C. I mean, not hard to do, but you have to right. think about that. Just getting CG. more confirmation that, like, these things are complete propaganda. propaganda. And, like, you get to see the, a little bit behind the scenes. Yeah, and you know how I knew it was totally fake? Is that she, they said she was the most popular Sky Marshal of all time. And I was like, bullshit. Sky Marshal Omar Anoki and his hit single, A Good Day to Die, could not be surpassed by this. Bitch. That's yeah. right. Like, what made her so popular? We didn't ever really see. She's just young and she pretty, but cute. like, she yeah. could not carry a tune. Boo! Uh, boo! <laughs> no we never heard her try to CD. sing. We never heard her try. I know. <laughs> She's the worst. Yeah, just no, for that reason. Singing. Not yeah. because she wanted to exterminate an entire planet. Uh, <laughs> so we also get to meet Lost Patrol. Hmm. <laughs> Which are uh, a bunch of Martian bunch townies, of stupid Martians that uh, that Rico is is uh, saddled with training after his demotion. Yeah, we get a fun like uh, introduction scene where we're dropped right into the shit, and they're like going up against bugs. It seems like it's a yeah. regular mission. People are dying left to right, and then uh, we we get to see some kind of new mechanics that their suits have. They now is a record scratch. Yeah, they now carry these huge like <laughs> missile launchers and all these attachments. The attachments are cool. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. And the one guy, uh, Baba, ba- Baba, I think, um, accidentally sets off a nuke. 
yeah. that he has. And then it's Which like. Which is pretty funny. I was like, oh shit. This yeah. go. And then it ends up that classic, it was all a simulation. Yeah, they were like wah, in a mission wah, simulator, wah. which I thought was kind of cool. But, it was. Um, Baba, for some reason, is like, other than Rico, he's for some reason slightly in charge of Lost Patrol or like the, supposed to be the squad leader or something. But he's like the most doofy, like yeah. nerdy, like yeah. they try to make him look like an Asian computer guy. And for some reason, he needs glasses underneath his Marauder suit, yeah. which is kind of like, I don't know. He's always know going that. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, 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 alpha, yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, another thing, cool thing they did for this movie too that we had talked about. I think Eliz, I think you maybe mentioned it. How um, last movie, uh, it was all just people in helmets. You couldn't yeah. ever see their faces, and right. it's like, why didn't they do the Iron Man type thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in here, they did, where you can kind of yeah. see their faces underneath the mask. Yeah, and I think it's just because uh, now their eyes don't look as dead, so it's <laughs> yeah. like right. not so bad. They're like, okay, we can show their faces, and they're got you know they got Johnny Rico in like the entire movie, so they need to show. His he face. still has his eye patch, but we still don't know how he got it. No, no. I think that this movie does a. The second best job in the series of giving us characters that I that of introducing them, giving them personalities, and and having you kind of maybe care about them. Yeah, I was actually really worried when it first started because I was like, oh god, another million characters. I don't fucking know who anyone is. Yeah, but most of them die pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, and it's like 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 there's the, the squad that the Lost Patrol. Like you you get it. Like they 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 narrowed it down in terms of who they are. They gave them character beats. Like it was streamlined enough where it was like I. Feel like I could name all of them and tell you who they were. Camacho, oh God, really? Camacho. Camacho is oh. the worst character though that we have she ever she had. Is. She okay. So like all the women have been sexualized in in various degrees in past movies, but all of them have been like surprisingly capable. And like even Ice Blonde, who kept walking around totally naked, like she was very capable and just as good at battle yep. as everyone else. Camacho is the worst character model we've seen for a woman. She looks like a straight-up Barbie doll, like the exact shape of a Barbie doll. She has really, really small, like, thin eyebrows, and she's wearing, like, iridescent lipstick from the 90s at all times. Yeah, at all times. At all times. Even, like, in the heat of battle, they're abandoned in the desert. She's still wearing it. And she's also <laughs> dumb and useless, and she's always like, oh, no, what are we going to do? Oh, Colonel Rico's dead. <laughs> like, I'm not going to make it. Blah, blah, blah. Like, she's... Horrible. She <laughs> saves the day at the end. Uh, she looks like a prostitute from 1993. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. She, uh, yeah, she's not She's great. not great, no. And it's just because she's the only female character this time, except for Carmen, who is, like, still the same, like, not really, no frills, just kind of like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm in charge and blah, blah, blah. Like, she's kind of, of sidelined, but. In charge of the Jack A. Warden, which. They John, blew up. It's John. The John A. Warden, which they blew up at the end of the last movie. Did they not? Uh, I feel like they didn't. No, I think they did, yeah. They blew, yeah, it, it, crashed crashed. On the, it crashed onto the planet. It definitely Earth, crashed, yeah. And then they blew up the reactor. Yeah, because remember in that flashback scene, that yeah. one guy went off on a secret That's mission right, to plant That's right, because it, they knocked over the nukes. <laughs> and so they blew that ship up. So I guess they rebuilt it and then named it. The, the, or misnamed a new ship. It didn't have a two or anything, but... I'll it's just... the John B. Warden. <laughs> <laughs> the John B. Warden. 
I know. I was wondering about that. And it, uh, you can't like see the name of the ship until like the second time you see it. But I was like, oh yeah, it is a John A. Warden. Okay. Okay. Like they, there must always be a John A. Warden. Yeah, we find out that the fleet is on a new like assault. The fleet on the like tenth anniversary. What is it? The twentieth anniversary of Clendathu. Yeah, the Clendathu drop, which we saw, and then it goes horribly. Like they all get killed again, and it's like, how well, is yeah, this it, happening? It's kind of cool. I mean, yeah, it's it, it was cool because we get Carmen piloting the ship again, and we get kind of like an animated recreation of like that Clendathu scene with yeah. like all the plasma coming up, and mm-hmm. it's this, and then yeah, the exact same thing happens. Well, where the I ships start blowing up, and they're like, "Oh, we fucked up." <laughs> maybe the sky. I think part of it was that the sky marshal wanted all the ships to be elsewhere, right. so that they couldn't help Mars because there was like she deployed the entire fleet, mm-hmm. and then the only reason Carmen leaves is because of Carl calling her through his brain. Carmen, Carmen, Carmen. <laughs> Just like that? Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> wow. Hey, there's, a call, there's a call coming in for you. Carmen. Carmen. Wait for it. Carmen. <laughs> so he can just talk to her telepathically now. He's such a creep. I mean, his voice, man, is so it's funny. It's a weird crossover weird. in that he's trying to find Carmen San Diego. <laughs> he very tells next- her, like, I'm not going to tell you any details. Just go to Mars. And find Johnny. Yeah. And she's like, what? Fuck you, Carl. She's like, I'm busy. Like, you fuck. Like, we're in the middle of uh, an invasion. Well, this is actually kind of cool because Carl's going, like, he's going through the TSA, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's in a he's in a trench coat like it's the 20s. And uh, and he gets through and then makes uh, a bunch of security dudes shoot themselves with taser bullets. That was awesome. Yeah, which was fun. I was like, oh, we're getting into some, like, anime shit here. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's got these crazy psychic and then, powers. And then the gate agent was also a secret agent, which he got past him, I guess, because he didn't read her mind. Yeah, and then reason. I thought they were straight up killing him in that scene. I did, too. But he's just getting, like, electrocuted yeah. in the back. I gotta say <laughs> that he, they did a better job of making it look like he could conceivably somehow maybe be slightly related to Neil Patrick Harris this time. Yeah, they did. Because last time he just looked like a weird blob that looked nothing like him. This time yeah. it's like, oh, I, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe it was the in the voice performance or in the model, but it just seemed better. I think he sounded pretty much the same. It was the same guy, right? Yeah. 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 So. But yeah, I think the model just looked a little bit better. Yeah. It, it looked less, I mean, every model week. looked better. Every single so. thing looks better, yeah. Yeah, and I think he's involved... In a better way this time too. Yes. I, no. It, yeah. It, it's it makes his character more in line with what the 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 first movie has, where he's like he's a piece of shit and he's manipulative and you can't really trust him. But at the end of the day, he has everybody's best interests. Yeah, he's like, still like working for the, the his friends or whatever. Yeah. Which in the the last animated movie, it was like he's fucking crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And they don't bring that back at all. No more no. bug controlling. No. He's not hacking. She didn't hack him. He didn't hack her. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> he hacks all sorts of people. And they don't even care. Yeah. I'm gonna assume the the form of your dead girlfriend yeah. and make out with you. <laughs> so, yeah. so let's get into this. Yeah. So yeah, like, yeah. I feel like okay. So so what happens here is that uh, Rico basically makes it so Lost Patrol can get off the surface of Mars because. A bunch of shit happens. We can get back into some of those particulars. But we basically think that Rico's dead. And then he wakes up, and Diz is waking him up. Well, 
first it's some girl that we don't fucking know. Right. Because she looks nothing like <laughs> yeah. She looks nothing like Like, oh, some blonde girl is waking yeah. him up. But then you see, like, the death from above tattoo. Right. And you're starting to put it together. And you're like, holy shit. And, it is. And there's, like, a weird Rango, like, walking through the desert spiritually. Like, yeah. Am I dead? Like, what's happening? <laughs> and she's like, just keep it up, big guy. Like, just keep on walking. Uh and it actually is Diz. Dina Meyer came yes. back for this. Yeah. From Dragonheart. Let's yeah. reiterate. She, <laughs> she was, was in, in Dragonheart. Dragonheart. That's right. Uh, uh, and I I liked this. I did too. Other than, I mean, I liked it except for the fact that after the, by the end of it, you know that it's like just, you know, uh, Carl. It's, it's just Carl trying to fuck Rico. It's so weird. Yeah. yeah. Like it was Carl just controlling a simulation of her, but like. He makes out with Rico, and they have, like, a discussion about the details of their one sexual encounter, which Carl wouldn't even know about. I mean, maybe he could know about it if he saw it in Rico's mind, but, like, still, it's like... So up until you find out that it's Carl, I was like, I like that like he's getting a chance to have some closure with this sure. character. But Rico never finds out it was Carl. Yeah, yeah. So that's really creepy. I mean, she yeah, kind of no, just he disappears. Does. No, he doesn't. Well, doesn't he start like saying the same things as her? Yes, as it like as Carl. Gets, yeah, but like, then Rico gets distracted it. by the battle and never is like that was Carl, and then she comes back later and they talk again. Right. I so I read when he was flipping off. I thought he was flipping off Carl. No, he's flipping off the bugs. I think he the was bugs, like, I yeah. did good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I still live. Yeah. Casper Van Dien is back too for this. And I feel like they recorded maybe six lines. And yeah, he literally, them over the character of Rico would literally die if he does not utter one of his catchphrases like every 30 seconds. Yeah. Apes. Yeah. He says, time to get out there and kill them all. Kill them all. Do you want to live forever, you Co- apes? Yeah, come on, troopers. And then even three or four times he says, it's a good day to die. And I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no song still. Yeah, the <laughs> first time it's like some other random dude says it, like before he shortly dies. And then, yeah, he uh, Rico says it like two times in the span of a minute. Yeah. yeah. But no singing. I was like, sing the goddamn Ew. song. Or they could have at least maybe like had it. Someone could have whistled. Background. Someone, yeah. Boop, 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 yeah, they should have gone boop, into boop. an elevator where it was like elevator music <laughs> in the space station. That would have been amazing. <laughs> uh, so we don't really get to see what the, like the one thing about this movie, it's like, oh no, like Mars is rebelling and, and the sky marshal wants to kill. We don't really see what like life on Mars is like. Like we see a space station above Mars, and then it's a bunch of desert and like a terraforming tower. Like, there's no like. Wait, I guess we see security footage of like a town. We do, yeah. Because yeah, the, we learn early on that they're celebrating the 25th annual Air, Air Day, Day. <laughs> which uh, we don't even know what that could possibly mean here in Los Angeles. Yeah, air. What's air? What's air? <laughs> Clean air. The band? <laughs> we don't have clean air. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, because they're, like, super proud of their terraforming and all uh-huh. the clean air. Uh-huh. But, yeah, that's true. I, like, had no sense of, like, they're talking about the Martians the whole time, but you never see the like cities. That, that, or... Ostensibly, that's the biggest stakes of this movie. And then, like, there's the, the Sky Marshal has planted a, a Q-bomb at the core of the planet and yeah. plans to blow it up. And then Rico and the Lost Patrol disarm that. And then, like, 20 minutes later, they set off another bomb on the surface of the planet, which I guess is not, like, a planet-ending bomb, so it's better. Well, don't they, like, blow up the atmosphere? 
Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we're going to create the craziest storm of all time. Well, because I, everybody was already dead except for them anyway, right? They had No, no, that was a lie. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that was a lie. I think I think that was low. I think what it was is like, okay, we're going to we dropped a nuke and they scorched the sky. They scorched the, Excuse maybe, me. Maybe dropping Excuse a nuke. me while I split the sky. Is it something that <laughs> Maybe they dropped says. it on the surface, and that's not as bad as detonating it in the core of the planet. That's that's what it is. I think. I think when it when it zoomed out, it seemed localized. Like it did not. We did not see the entire planet. Because in the original diagram, it's literally in the core of the planet. Yeah, it's like it's like it's the Death Star proton <laughs> missile, like. That whole thing was hilarious. Like, she's going to televise blowing up an entire planet. Yeah. And they're going to show a diagram of how it works. Just in case you, you might have relatives there or something, just so you can see. Just so you know. Like, it's fine. We have, we've made a diagram. And they create this amazing, like, goodbye Mars graphic that has, like, <laughs> that has, like a ribbon tied around it. And the Mars is all, like, dark blue. Which I... I and this feel- whole time, she's also projecting her, like, her uh, popularity scores Approval on rating. the screen. Yeah. yeah. Which is like, why are you projected it for everyone to see? see. Uh, yeah. I think that was just on her own screen, right? Or no, it, could see it. no, I it was it, up it pops up oh on the FedNet thing. Like her popularity uh, is like, bloop, bloop. Um, so stupid. But I did like when the, like they were doing the live stream of Mars blowing up, and then all of a sudden it was like, error. It's like, oh, Pac Man can't eat that ghost. Yeah. I also loved the image of her like. Doing these speeches to a totally empty. Yeah. No, I think that was awesome. Yeah. Like nobody fucking cares what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah we've seen that before when they were like controlling that fake um, image of the sky marshal, but right. there, yes. the room was full of like at least like politicians and officials. Mm-hmm. Right. This one was just this like two totally guards. empty. Yeah. I thought that was kind of. Did a cool it bother image. you guys that ostensibly in the Starship Starship Troopers universe up to this point that. They have colon- far-flung colonies mm-hmm. all over the, the system, all over the galaxy. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Mars is kind of like, I, I like, whatevs? Like, I, uh, just, I, I guess I didn't quite get... I mean, it's a cool landscape, and, and I liked it, but it just seemed like it didn't necessarily fit with the rest of the lore. Yeah, I mean, the other places they had been to were all, like, random planets that... Yeah, mm-hmm. crazy names like Planet X. I think the reason why they chose Mars, I don't know, it's just like a known planet, and then I guess its proximity to Earth Do you makes think it that have the, more of a in this universe that like we could. It was easy for easier for us to find planets that had livable atmospheres, could and be. harder for us to terraform. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean okay. the terraforming of Mars only happened five years before the events of the first film. Right. So. Okay. So so yeah. Yeah. Happy Air Day. Happy air day, happy air day. Uh, So, yeah. uh, You want to talk about the action in this movie? Yeah. Pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I thought it was pretty dope. There's some some great set pieces um, once they get on Mars. I mean, even them getting to Mars I thought was really, really good. So, like, they find out that there's bugs, and then the satellite that they're training on gets fucked up. And then Rico's like, all right, all you, like... And so, like, they've done actually a pretty good job of, like, introducing these characters and, like, introducing you to the fact that these characters are inept. And, like, and so, like, okay, like, now it's time to, like, actually fucking be soldiers. (laughs) And they they make it into a dropship. And uh, I, I love I love that while the uh, while the satellite station is exploding, um, like in this moment where it's like a slow motion moment where like 
the airlock behind them has been yes. blown out and like he could maybe die. Johnny Rico could maybe die in that moment. Like out of nowhere, he has this inner monologue moment. Like someone knew there were bugs here and wanted <laughs> yeah. me to be here. Yeah. You hear his inner thoughts a couple of times. <laughs> I was like, how did so he know stupid. that? What do you mean? What do you mean? Someone <laughs> put you here on purpose to die? Like what? How did you come to that conclusion randomly in that moment? Yeah. But pretty funny, pretty funny. <laughs> uh, so then they, they get in a drop ship, and uh, they actually have to do like a like a, a, like a halo drop, like type. a halo drop thing. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. It's pretty sweet, and we find out um, that this movie gets a chance to add yet another thing that they had you know talked mm-hmm. about using in the first movie, and is from the books. These kind of like jetpack, uh, you know. Bouncing, what are they called? Bounce. Yeah. Uh, jump juice. Jump, 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 jump packs. packs. Jump, jump jets. Packs? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they, and they do, I think the best thing that this movie does, honestly, is, uh, is set up the mechanism and the limitations of what mm. these jetpacks can do. They are not jetpacks. Like, they, you can't just, yeah. fl- like, fly around. And you only like, have so much fuel. You only have you. so much fuel. And so you can't you use them willy-nilly. But, like, they do offer, you know, tactical advantage. And that they also... My favorite thing about it is that, like, okay, like, we're all jumping down. Like, that wasn't so bad. Everyone's actually, this is one of the funny, uh, uh, yes, go for it. Yeah, apparently using the jetpacks are really cool. Man, you do that once, you want to do it again. Just like sex. Even better. Oh, yeah. Not better than sex. Oh yeah! Wait a minute. Uh, Not not, not better than sex. sex, Uh, Yeah. So like after that joyous moment, uh, Rico's like, yeah. So like, there's like a twelve percent mortality rate for jumps. Like it's pretty hard to crack. So like, good luck. Uh, But I think that that part was great when they're like flying down and the plasma's coming up and like one dude just gets totally annihilated Annihilated, by it and they're just like, fuck. It was very (laughs) cool. Yeah. I did like too later on when Rico. he takes off a suit because it's too hot when he's wandering through the desert. But then later, when the bugs are chasing him, he picks up another suit. The battery was dead in the suit, so he couldn't oh, move okay, it anymore. Oh, yeah. And so then he's running away from them in this new abandoned suit. And the cannon pack thing is pointing behind him and yeah. shooting at the bugs as he's running forward. And I was, was like, that's pretty sick. Awesome. And yeah. I, was like, I was like, how has a video game not had this I thing? I know. Where it was just it's, like the rear fire gun. You're like, finally, the mobile inter- infantry is truly mobile. Uh, yes. <laughs> I don't actually say that in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's time to take this mobile in- infantry mobile. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but yeah, that was such a cool scene. It was kind of like uh, harking back to him, like, you know, flying around with a mech, but just now he's just in his suit and everything. Yeah. I mean, this movie is smaller in a way, uh, even though there's a planet cracker and all these other things. Like, it, it's it's contained and gives you enough time with the characters so that it makes sense. So they, uh, after Rico's been abandoned, all of Lost Patrol is with Baba's cousin in this jump jet type of thing. His cousin who's like, yeehaw, I'm flying a plane. <laughs> His cousin is the um, the Green Army Man from Toy Story. Yeah. Pretty no, much. he is Randy Quaid from Independence Day. And oh, he dies the same yes, way. Yes, yes, you're so <laughs> yeah, right. That's true, that's true. <laughs> Sacrifices himself. Yeah, he, he flies right into a bug's butt. And Camacho's like, oh, I thought he was funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of the best uh, validations. <laughs> she was just like, I thought he was funny. It's like, yeah, we are going to miss him. He was funny. <laughs> I thought you were stupid, so <laughs> shut up. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I think there's, like, actually some interesting parallels to draw between, um, like, Starship Troopers 2 and 3 and then 4 and 5. 
Um, like when I was watching this movie, I felt like, you know, coming from, coming from the fourth one invasion that has that same, a little bit, that same kind of like bottle episode feel that number two has. And also it was so much more serious and no FedNet stuff really much at all. And then, you know, again, we, we come to, um, number five, which brings back Ed and starts to have more stuff about FedNet and sky marshals and all this stuff. It felt very much like these were like, you know, mirror movies, like these two, these two sets of films. It's kind of interesting. I think the thing that we they're, learned is they're that they're like, you know, oh, sorry. I meant to say yeah. they're also like marooned on a planet just like yep. they were in three and everything. It's, I think what you find is that when Ed Neumeyer returns, that good things happen for this franchise. That's right. Yeah, I was watching the special features uh, when I got here because Justin had it on his TV while he was pulling those amazing sound clips. <laughs> and so I was just watching the Japanese guys talking about it. And they said that like, because Ed Neumeyer and Casper Van Dien produced the last one, Invasion, right. but they didn't really do anything for it and so he said like the japanese director was saying well when we met with ed newmeyer on the invasion like you know he didn't really know us and stuff but because he got to know us through that and like got to talking to us a lot more and he was impressed enough with what we did in invasion that he um you know offered that he would want to write the next one so like he was probably like who are these japanese people we're gonna animate it now i don't really okay yeah here's some money but like eh." and then he's like oh okay it was all right yeah sure i'll come back yeah so it's a few years later let's do something really badass yeah and i i think that this movie i i feel like that if it was there was no other starship trooper movies and like there's just like the first animated one like after the first one i'd probably think it was pretty great yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah um you know another great thing that we get to see in this movie that we haven't really seen that I, we kind of talked about too i think in the first film um we get to see Carmen be like a really badass pilot and do some yeah. crazy maneuvers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think we ever really got to see. We talked about that in the first movie where it's like, oh, she's supposed to be this great pilot, but we don't really see her yeah, do anything. Yeah, we don't see her really do anything. She crashes the shuttle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, in this one, like, you know, all of a sudden, you know, she's in the middle of this, uh, you know, invasion force that they're doing. Uh, she's trying to decide whether or not she should go to Mars. And then all of a sudden these, like, darker ships like these huge black ships they're like we're from special branch yeah and they're like oh shit what the fuck is special branch now are we saying special branch is like what uh carl is part of yeah i think so okay yeah but he's gone rogue and then yeah and then she and she's like what what are you doing here and like we don't answer questions it's special branch i thought that was so great (laughs) (laughs) they could just be like yeah whatever it's part of our job not to answer questions um, but like they're about to fire on her and she does this crazy move- maneuver where she just like tips the ship backwards. And well, I you, thought that was pretty bad. Yeah. Like they were saying like what you were evenly matched, like you can't outrun us or whatever. And she's like, no, it's the exact same ship. Like, fuck you. Like, I know exactly. Like exactly. I know my ship, so I know their ship and I can get out of this. Yeah. And she's yeah. like fucking stupid design. <laughs> like I'm in their blind <laughs> spot. <now. laughs> and I thought that was a cool moment. It for was, her. Yeah, it was, it definitely was, you know, the last movie too, we were like, she wasn't even getting to do anything cool really. And yeah, she got like her ship taken away from her and the, whole time she was like what huh yeah so she gets to have a little bit of a hero moment as she comes to mm-hmm. uh rescue johnny i thought that was nice yeah it was good i mean uh, so yeah the whole time carl's being tortured by the sky marshal mm-hmm. and so he's helping johnny rico by uh we learned that Barbie doll version of his ex, his dead ex-girlfriend. I love the first time she comes in there and there's like another psychic in there and he's like, he's dreaming of high school. 
Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, and she's like, like high school, pathetic. Yeah, can you imagine him in high school? <laughs> well, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Let me show you this. Oh, yeah, what's his last name? Can, I, can you imagine Carl Jenkins. In high, Carl Jenkins in high school? Yeah, I thought that was really funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. What else? Um... It's nope. weird. I mean, what they do with the character, it's been so all over the place. But in this one, they sort of start, like, rolling him back a little bit. And they're like, he does care about Rico and Carmen. And, like, he shows it a little more in this one than he mm-hmm. did in the last one. Especially when he's, like, in Diz's simulation. And he's like, so, what do you think about Carl? And he's like, oh. Rico's like, I don't know. I mean, like... He's, yeah, he's actually really kind about it. He's yeah. like, no, we were friends, but like, it's not his fault. Like, he's just like too big to be friends with. Now he's like, he's a general. Yeah, and then Diz Carl is kind of like, oh yeah, I guess. I mean, he could have tried harder, but I mean, like, we are friends, right? And that's when like the bugs come and Rico yeah. gets distracted. But like, <laughs> you could, like he wants still. He still has that like Rico. You know, is this football player? He's like, yeah. you know, my best friend slash kind of I look up to him, you know, like he's cooler than me. That fight was cool that Rico fights the bug and it, like it, we've seen that he has no armor, he has no gun. And uh, so he ends up using a knife to cut off a leg of the bug to stab itself with its own leg. Yeah, I mean, it was really That's why I, you got to have your knife. It yeah. was fun to see like Rico, who's, you know, su- supposedly a huge badass. We saw him do s- all sorts of badass stuff in yep. the first movie, at least. Um, and he, we, it's fun to see him like take on all these bugs by himself. Yeah. Well, really and, cool. and there's weirdly allusions to the other movies because the knife is an allusion to two. Yeah. In a way. Wait, mm-hmm. what? Oh, yeah. And one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he also talks about hating Xander, which yes. is good. I remember, uh, yeah, that was funny when he was, like, asking about high school. He was like, I don't really remember much about high school. He's except for fuck Xander, in, fuck that yeah, dude. Yeah, and he's like, I was in football. One thing that I kind of liked was that uh, the awkwardness of Carmen in the last movie and, like, and, and kind of did showing up in this I don't know. I guess it made that scene work even better for me where he was just like, yeah, like I haven't found anybody else. Like I'm like, I haven't moved on from Diz and like, but like, I'm kind of like that was before that. And he's like, yeah. And you know, it made it seem like he wasn't like always pining for it. It was just like, Oh, Hey Carmen, like, let me just like stir this up. And he's like, yeah, that was really stupid. Like, why would I even do that? (laughs) Uh, I, I just, it made him more human and made it kind of grounded more in like the still, they're still juvenile high school people at yeah. some, I, deep down in there. There's a funny, uh, for some reason, on the Blu-ray, which is, <laughs> this is why I get the Blu-rays, there's a deleted scene okay. that references this situation. Um, so <laughs> I just play this deleted scene, and, you know, it's like this horrible pre animation uh-huh. that looks awful. But Johnny Rico is, like, on the deck of the Johnny Warden, I don't know where. This is presumably like after. Yeah, it must be at the end of the movie that they do this. And he's just standing there, and Carmen like looks over and she goes, she says something like, So, do you think there'd be room in my quarters for two tonight? (laughs) And he turns and says, like, I don't think so, or something like that. He's like, Nah, I got some kids to take care of. And then he just like leaves, and she's like, Damn it. Yeah, she says, Interesting. She says, Bastard. Yeah. But I'm so glad they cut that out. It makes it so much more yeah. powerful. Like, yeah, they have this closure with care. Diz yeah. and that she can just continue to be who we've known her to be and yeah. not start caving. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. great. 
Um, and nobody who watched Starship Troopers ever thought they had a real relationship. No. No. It was Diz all the way. Come on. Diz all the way. Why'd oh. she have to die? <laughs> Uh, that just reminded me, the tattoo reminded me that there's another line in this, uh, where Baba says, a hero is a guy who makes it home. And then Johnny Rico says, I like that. If we get out of this, I'll get it tattooed on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and which I have to assume he, Johnny Rico now has that. He, uh, has, to. I, he has a tattoo on his ass that says a hero is the one who makes it home They've- right on his butt. They better continue that in the next, yeah. next movie. I was really noticing the power suits this uh, film had, like, butt armor. I don't know <laughs> if you guys saw this, but, like, each suit had, like, not not just, like, a solid piece of butt armor, but, like, two cheeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like yeah. Pa- new Power Rangers ones that <laughs> yeah. I made fun of. <laughs> it was like, why are they all going to have their butts like that? Well, they, they, go, they go sliding down a mountain with that. Yeah, I, I mean, guess. I guess it offers more mobility if you have a separate... Uh, metal true. on that's each true. cheek rather than something that goes like you know like, that's true I just <laughs> thought it, run faster I just thought it looked kind of funny <laughs> like they could poop right out of them yeah oh that too <laughs> that too that's probably why they really they're gonna shit themselves all over again uh, I feel like one thing speaking of speaking of that yeah shit themselves all over again is uh, when Rico j- dumps out of the the armor and then picks up the scavenge the other armor like we haven't seen that before where like he was picking like like piecemealing and scavenging we've, we've never seen anyone even put on a suit they're just right. in them all of a sudden. right <laughs> and so like I thought that was pretty cool of like there's some guns that didn't have ammo and him kind of running around and scrambling to fight the bugs and, and like, I, I was like I'd, I would watch more of that yeah I liked him like having to clip on the leg armor like yeah pull up this like really like looked like hard to do uh-huh. <laughs> like handle to like lock it into place when he first put on just the leg armor I was like oh he's gonna kick the shit out of him <laughs> <laughs> he's got the power legs yes <laughs> um, but yeah they shoot lots of missiles in this movie yeah. lots of they, lots I, of nukes lots of stampedes of bugs I was like this is like Lion King like, yeah. yeah stampedes keep coming down the hill there were, there were some huge explosions that I was like <laughs> you know when they were happening I was having this internal debate, like, I think that might be the new biggest explosion we've had in all of our movies. But then I was like, yeah, but it's computer animated, so I don't think I'm going to bring it up. It can't yeah. really count it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not like Dark Man, where it's no, like Dark a real explosion. But still, there's lots of huge explosions in this. Yeah. So, and otherwise. at the end, um, the Sky Marshal snap um, snaps. gets found she out, snaps. I guess. And, like, Rico is kind of like, wait, so no one's going to, like, know what happened? And Carl's kind of like, nope, like, too bad. We're all just going to move on. There's going to be a new Sky Marshal. She's taking some time off or whatever. And so Rico leaks the, like, information about what really happened Mm -hmm. to Baba, who I guess is a blogger, secret blogger. And so he, like, blogs secretly about, like, what did the Sky Marshal know and when did she know it? Or does he have another cousin who is a hip-hop artist? One of those things, because (laughs) he basically, I mean, and this is a line from Nixon's trial the mm-hmm. what did he know and when did he know yeah. it and so they make a rap song about it at the end which is not a very good song it was like what did she, what the fuck did she know and when did she know it yeah and i get that they're <laughs> trying to evoke nixon but like it really also like because of where we are right now and when this movie came out i was like this is like a hillary it, thing yeah, yeah i don't like it, it you know like it's a too. it's a benghazi like lock her up situation and i was just like I, oh i didn't get that at all well, I thought about it with Trump too. You know? Yeah, I thought about it with Trump, not yeah. like a 
Yeah. I guess just because it was a woman, it like I was just mm-hmm. I felt like it was very like that amount of vitriol. yeah. I was thinking more Trump, but uh, I could see that. I guess you know. But then I like he's he's what was his be rap on the name? Liberal liberal Mar- side, right? Mars. What was his rap name? Oh, Mars something Mars. Marsco. That's the name of like the uh, animation. One of the animation houses uh, or special I... houses. Oh yeah, so we have to talk about. Um, how we watched this movie. Uh, so I watched it on Hulu, but I fell asleep in the middle of the movie. And when I woke up, I was like, oh, shoot, I fell asleep. Like, I'll just watch till the end, and then I'll figure out what happened, and I'll, like, go back, right? And so I'm, like, I'm like trying to watch it, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, the, the zombies? That took a turn? Like, what happened here? Uh, like, oh, Resident my God, Evil? I ended up on Resident <laughs> Evil Vendetta, which auto-played yes. after the movie. But it's, like, the same exact, like, character models and yeah, animations. Yeah. The same. Yeah, totally. They use a lot of the same companies, and they're both stage shits movies. So I was like, wow, zombies? They really went there? Uh, okay, all right. It took me, like, a full five minutes to realize, like, oh, this is not Starship Troopers. And then I had to, like, go back and figure it out. Out, That's but, amazing. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, they, the Resident Evil movies are the same, basically. They are the same, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think that that is... I think we can kind of start talking about how we feel about this franchise as a whole, or do we want to finish up our thoughts on Traitor of Mars before we do that? Let's maybe give... Let's give it a number. Yeah. Let's give it what a rating appro- first. What approval rating would you give this movie? Ooh. I would give this movie an approval rating of 6 out of 10. Ooh. Cause uh, I thought it was pretty cool, actually. Yeah, um, I had fun with it. Um, I I liked that they. I wasn't expecting Diz to come back. I thought that was a great way to kind of, you know, have those characters back together again. And it was the you know at least the voice actors, even though they didn't look like the actual characters, giving them some extra closure. Um, and then yeah, the action set pieces in this I found pretty enjoyable. Um, and like just the fact that they get to keep incorporating more things that they couldn't do mm-hmm. in the first film. Um, I just thought it was really great, you know, cause it turns out having those jump jets actually is cool. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and them being able to be above, above the bugs is not that much of an advantage if you can't be above them the entire time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I'm going to give it a 68% approval rating. 68? 68%. Okay. Uh, I think that it's, uh, one of the rare last entries in a franchise, maybe the only last entry in a franchise that we've done where I think it takes the best parts of all of the movies that have come before it and makes something that is totally watchable. Like mm-hmm. it's not, it's not like, Oh my God, you have to watch it. But like, it's also, I've watched worse movies, uh, <laughs> way, way worse movies. Mm-hmm. And I think that this, um, checks all the boxes, has interesting stuff. It doesn't expand the lore really in any way, um, which I wish it kind of did because you do have the freedom of it. It's kind of just a refining of of the ideas that we've seen in the previous movies with some more technical stuff. And because it's animated, they could get away with some more of the budget stuff. So I think that it was it was cool. And I think that it would have been a fantastic second movie in the franchise. Yeah. Yeah, um, I will give it a 55% approval rating. I don't think I liked it as much as you guys because I really can't get past um, Camacho and just the <laughs> horrible. Like, the, this movie takes 
a lot of steps forward, but it takes a huge step back in the characterization of its female characters and how they look and how they act. And even Carmen, if they had included that stupid cut scene, would have been like diminished by, right? You know, and so like the I don't like the fact that the Sky Marshal was a woman and she ended up just being like completely narcissistic and having really no motivation beyond like I respected the replacement Sky Marshal in the other movie more because at least she was like doing something political. Yeah, she was like, she was like I yeah. knew that he was crazy and like I yeah. can I can do Yeah, and then like this. I'm going like, to use religion to control people like but this one was just like oh my approval ratings, you know, like yeah. I just didn't I really didn't like it. And no, I thought there would be something under I thought there'd be nope. something else. There yeah. is nothing. She's just a woman that likes likes on Instagram. <laughs> no, anyways, but so I I can't really forgive that, but other than that, I do um agree that it's it was pretty good um and the animation now like did, this time did not bother me at all. There was mm. no thing no, so it was like, good. Some of know. it actually looks really good. Yeah. 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 For real. Especially those real life people. Like the first time, <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> that was so dumb. Like the first time you see Diz, Diz's character and it's like, you can just see like part of her face and everything. Like, yeah, it looked yeah, realistic. Her, the, her, I think that the, the most costly animation in this whole, the whole, most costly render in this whole movie was Diz's hair. Yeah. Mm. Like they really she looked, she looked put really some good. effort into that. Yeah, so uh, and no nudity. We didn't. We, we uh, yeah, no oh, nudity, which was great. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, train I mean, safe. Train like, safe. If you're gonna use the nudity in a way that they used it, like in the first movie or maybe right. later, fine. But the way that they used it in that first animated movie, the fourth movie, no. So I'm glad and, well, it's just and gone. And just think of the advances they probably made in boob. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. So they could have been it's, amazing. It's funny how, like, like the, the spirit of that first one, like the story you said is that uh, Paul Verhoeven directed the scene naked, which yeah. we'll hear that out of context. is like, ew, creepy. But, like, it, it, which it is. Like, I'm not I'm not contesting that. But, like, the I, the spirit of that that scene is that it doesn't matter. Like, it's utilitarian. Like, nudity is not in the future. Yeah. Like, nobody gives a shit. Like, yeah, just everybody's equal. And, the, and so it's like that, it's, if, it's, if it's done in that way, that's what it's for. And I feel like that... None of the movies used it in that way. Mm-hmm. It was just like, well, yeah, like everyone remembers the shower scene from Starship Troopers, so nudity is part of the brand. <laughs> yep. It's like it's like an R-rated Space Marines, so like that's what happens. Mm-hmm. But so no. overall franchise, what would your order be? Oh, that's I don't. Uh, before we get into order, I just think that like there's something. I feel like that this had more wackiness and more to offer for each movie in the franchise than other things that we've done. I feel like that there was something interesting or redeeming or something to say in every single one, no matter yeah. how bad it was. Yeah. And so I think that there is something kind of special about these, and I, it's nice to have it end-capped in a way that, like, I, this prob- this is not the best movie in the, the, the franchise, but kind of they took the bits and pieces of the things that I liked from the other movies and kind of put them together in a way that showcased. It was like, actually, there was a lot that I liked about a lot of these weird sequels that we spent the past, what, five weeks kind of <laughs> shitting on. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think that every single one of them has an idea or has something that, that stays with you in a way that... Um, is special and mm-hmm. like it just shows like no matter what how low budget or weird or your circumstances of your movie like you can have it say something or do something yeah um, it's it, it's fun to have like this kind of more like military based uh sci-fi film that's not like star wars where it's about like legends yeah. and all yeah. these crazy mystical things like and just having a chance to really kind of like focus on 
like yeah, satire of the government and satire of mm-hmm. religion and uh, and uh, I think that's kind of like uh, it's it, it it's kind of carving out its own like corner of the sci-fi film universe um, that I think is lacking. So I think it's it's kind of cool. I think there's something really interesting to the idea of me of like and and. I, I don't subscribe to this this school of thought where it's just like we're just going to continually get better as a as a species, mm-hmm. but like that like we're going to just advance and like technically like, I've you know I I believe that it, there'll probably be another dark age and like we can be reset at any moment. But I like the idea of <laughs> of, of, of like of, of incremental like like uh, technology get better. We're going to reach for the stars. We're going to do these things, and it's so aspirational. And you think of Star Trek, and you think of all these things, and I kind of like the ideas that well our faults are. When, wouldn't go away like mm-hmm. we're not gonna we're, we can never ascend beyond humanity and so like we have all these trappings and we have all these futuristic things but we're still humans we're still apes and want to live forever yeah. uh and and i i like the juxtaposition of that and i think that that's unique in sci-fi i think that there's some things that you like you, there's some dystopian sci-fi but there's something that th- Starship Trooper specifically thinks that it's a utopia. Like, I think that that's the thing that's fascinating about it is mm-hmm. that they think it's utopian mm-hmm. and the people, the characters think it's utopian, but you can kind of see it and it allows you to hold up the mirror of like our faults today. And I don't know if we can overcome them, but it does have a really interesting niche, niche in Nietzsche. <laughs> in the uh, uh, sci-fi world. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, I think there's some... Something about it that does, you know, really resonate with people, which is why they keep coming back and making more movies. And I think we have seen, too, with all of the series that we've done, when someone from the original team keeps coming back, it mm-hmm. just keeps that through line going. Yeah. And it's not always, like, 100% necessary, but even, like, when he left and came back and there was some course correction and, like, you know, like, you can you can save it by, you know, getting back to what makes the franchises great. And- yeah, the, like, someone like that's, uh, like, Ed or, uh, you know, Casper's involvement like that is enough for, like the diehard culty fans, yeah. like the crazy fan base to like follow it wherever they go. They can mm-hmm. keep making more as long as like, you know, at a certain point they're going to be like, Oh, Ed wrote this. Great. I'm in like, you know, mm-hmm. whatever they do. Yeah. Which I think is cool. Yeah. I think, um, and then overall for this series, like I would, I could probably drop two and four and just ha- keep one, three and five. <laughs> yeah. I'm three, no, I agree. really only for the song. <laughs> like, I just cannot let go of that song. Okay, I would have to keep it in. Uh, but like, that's one of those goofy <laughs> things where like three is like, has some so fat shit, crazy fun stuff. Yes. Yeah. So, well, and two, but then you think about two, and it had like some crazy gore. It stuff did, at and the two end was, was fine, like as a bottle episode, like we had said. Yeah. You know? So, but yeah, if I was gonna like, if they were like cut it down, you know, to the, only the basics, then I might be like, okay. Well, yeah, and something that's funny is like when we talked about two, is like we think that we were, when we were talking about two, is like this might be one of the worst movies we've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. And and like and at the time, I truly believed that, but then like after thinking about it, it's like ah, there's stuff I still like about it. Like, yeah. what, like I remember some of it fondly, I guess. Hey, when you're yeah. watching a lot of bad movies, you can always find something in. That's you, why actually you have to find something, otherwise you're gonna go crazy. That's part of, that's part of these movies getting a fair trial. Justin. That's right, fair exactly. Trial. exactly. Yeah. And also when you said you thought it might be one of the worst movies, I immediately was like, no, Dirty Dancing 2017 was the worst <laughs> movie we ever watched. Like uh, but anyway. But guys, with Starship Troopers, we had the time of our lives. So oh, yeah. <laughs> we truly did. 
So what would your ranking be, Tyler, of the films? Of the films. Ooh, uh, if one, five, okay. three, four, two. No, three, yeah, three, four, two. Okay, interesting, interesting. Um, I think I would go one, three, five, and then probably two, four. Although That's, uh, mine's the same. Although yeah. I could maybe swap the last two. Yeah, because, and yeah. weird, when I think about four, two, I'm like, there were a lot of ideas in it that I liked, but I can't get past a horrible, creepy animation. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'd rather see the the Species 6 or whatever Starship Troopers 2 really was, yeah. the, yeah. the pretty people and the sex and the violence, than those awful, <laughs> awful, creepy animations. <laughs> Yeah, I think back on four and it was like, eh, what was the point of that one? I, yeah. I don't really know. Yeah. There were some cool shots with the mech, but no. I just, I just love Rico and the mech yelling. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, and it had, yeah, the, the fourth one had none of the original cast or anything in it, so. Yeah. I guess yeah. so did number two. No, the number two didn't. I guess well, I had Brenda Young. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Good point. Good I point. do like that two. I, I guess that two has more of an idea. I, I'm actually gonna switch my rank because like two for the two for the <laughs> we ending, convinced you two for the ending of just like he was the hero. Like yeah, I yeah. thought that was a fucked up ending. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so. four had nothing to say. Exactly. Yeah. Four is the worst one. Yeah, and it's not written by Ed, so it should get the worst. Yeah, one. but it's written by the writer of uh, Five Goes West. So. Yeah, well, <laughs> we all know, well, hey, Tyler and I liked that one a yeah. little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Elis hated it. Yeah. I don't go back and listen it. to the episode. <laughs> yeah, go back and listen to those if you want to hear what we it's said like, about. It's like our second episode. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't mind the uh, the fan at Tyler's place or yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's right, that's right. And uh, uh, while you're there, rate review it on <laughs> Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. We really appreciate it. Five stars for our hot takes on Five Go West and five stars for that fan. Yes. Five stars. One star for each of the Starship Trooper films. That's right. Yeah. Stars. And um, I think in a minute we'll announce what we're doing next, but uh, please, we want to hear your suggestions for other franchises. And any questions, comments, suggestions that you have for our podcast, sequelrights at gmail.com and social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at sequelrights. Oh, you know what? Before we announce what we're doing next, I wanted to mention that – we don't know what's going on with Starship Troopers in the future. Right. But Jake Busey has been yes. out and about chatting up about how they have been in talks to make a TV show uh, as recent as March 22nd. So, of this year. <laughs> so, hey, there could be an, uh, more stuff for us to talk about. Are you talking about, about a Roadhouse 2 TV show? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Was there, there was some show or attempted show, right? There was a Roughnecks animated uh, show, yeah. In Which was 1999. when? Oh, 99, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Computer okay, animated. Jake Busey, but, like, I feel like Casper has been, you know, with it the whole time, yeah. and Jake Busey has not been as committed, so it's kind of like, okay, yeah, Jake Busey, I'll see you again, but only if you get Casper on board. I yeah. mean, maybe this is YouTube Red Territory. They've been picking up all those... Uh, oh, boy, it could yeah. be. Sequel TV shows, you never know. That's true. Jake Busey was on uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., by the way. He was. Um, But anyways, uh, Eliz, where can people get in touch with us? We said that already. We said it already? Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, you know what? You send up a a sequel signal, and uh, we'll we'll show up in our our robes with our gavels. Yeah. uh, You're going to announce where we're doing next. So, 
<laughs> if you look at the calendar of films coming out this year, on June I'm looking 21st, now. Yep. 2019, there is a brand new Chucky movie in theaters. Mm-hmm. And in order for us to be fully prepared and completely understand the, the Chucky verse. <laughs> We will be talking about the entire Chucky series starting next Child's Play time. How much? How many movies is that? I believe it's seven now. That's <sighs> Child's Play. <laughs> that's nothing. That's Child's Play. <laughs> it's going to be one of our, if longer. not longer, longest, right? Is it the longest? It might be the longest. Yeah, Woo! a step up is six with the TV show. So, oh boy. but this is seven straight up movies. Yeah. So. Woo! Yeah, well, oh, Tremors is six. Also, I guess if Tremors seven comes out, it could beat uh, Chucky. It it'd be a cold. It'd be a cold day in hell. <laughs> it could come out of nowhere. Uh, so yeah, we'll be playing with dolls for the next uh, seven weeks. Yeah, pretty pretty nuts. Pretty nuts. I'm excited. I am too. Getting horror in the middle of the summer. <laughs> Chucky, seventeen hundred. <laughs> I've never. I've never, I I never really seen anymore. any of these movies. <laughs> Like, I think we watched one of them at uh, Horror Movie Night, but I was, like, doing work and or fell asleep during Actually, it. we have not watched any of them at Horror Movie Night. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I watched it somewhere. <laughs> because I knew this was going to happen. And only partially paid attention to it, so I don't really know. But well, you know what? I got the box set ready to go. We're going to find out. So we'll see you guys next week. We talking about Chucky, although it might not be next week. We'll see. Well, you guys just get ready to shit yourselves all over again. Man, you do that once, you want to do it again. Just like sex. Even better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not better than sex. They were talking about our podcast. <laughs> it's better than sex. Uh, no, no, uh, so. yeah, you're right. All right, see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.